to yet another episode of Beyond the Present Podcast. My name is Daniel Morgan, and welcome to yet another great episode where we talk about the issue of making the impossible possible. You see, guys, I've always encouraged my listeners, my students, and mentees to focus on trying to gradually overcome all the things they think to be almost impossible. Because I really believe that, from my point of view, impossible simply means not yet attainable with the current ability and resources. I repeat, impossible means not yet available due to lack of either resources or abilities. And this means that almost anything that you consider to be impossible today could become possible tomorrow if you but focus on either improving your abilities and talents or simply acquiring new resources. And for that reason, I want to encourage you guys from today to focus your attention on trying to ask yourself the question of why do I think that doing that thing or getting that thing is going to be almost impossible for me. Because whenever you ask yourself those kinds of questions, you almost invariably are going to come up with some certain answers. And those answers are what we refer to as limiting beliefs. Because I'm too young or because I'm too old. I'm too short. I'm too tall. I'm too fat. I'm too skinny. So we create all these, all these excuses so as not to even try to achieve our goals. And For that reason, we simply keep uh, basically uh, stuck in that comfort zone and we fail to move forward. Now, throughout my life, I've always been extremely fascinated by the lives of the people who tend to break the norm and they end up achieving things that are way out of the ordinary. And I believe that for you guys, this is the exact same story. That is, if you want to take your life to a point where you feel like you are truly realizing your potential, you have to ask yourself, Why do I constantly tell myself that is not possible? I can't afford it. This is not for me. I just was born in a very poor family. Why is it that you tend to tell yourself these limiting uh, stories that will then prevent you or dissuade you from actually taking action to achieve your goals? Now, today, I want to talk about a new formula. And this formula is about giving you the opportunity to somehow stop asking those uh, basically silly questions that will stop you from going forward, and instead to focus instead on asking the right kinds of questions. You see, guys, the kind of questions you ask yourself will determine, first of all, how you feel. Second of all, what you do, because your emotions and your actions are always linked. They say emotion is basically uh, energy in motion. So once you experience certain emotions about any task or activity, you will invariably uh, take action in a a manner that is basically uh, somehow linked to that emotion. So if you're feeling extremely negative or sad or depressed or upset, then obviously you're not necessarily going to be very ambitious. So if you're setting your plans for the next year or for your business or for your life, you tend to make those plans in a way that probably will never utilize your current abilities or skills. You might even not uh, take into consideration the current resources that you basically have available to yourself or will simply make make sure that you will not tap into your resourcefulness to make the most of whatever you got. So in order to make the so-called impossible possible in your life, you have to first focus on how you feel on a daily basis. That is why I have told myself and of course everybody around me all the time, 
stay away from any type of negativity. I was just talking to my friends, man, I, I, I just finished the last season of uh, Game of Thrones and all those things. And I said, so that's very nice. But what were the content that you watched, you know, as part of Game of Thrones? Like, oh man, these guys start, you know, chopping their heads off and it's always cool and you never know what happens. You see, unfortunately, we are living and we have gotten accustomed to negativity as a means of entertainment, you see? And you're saying, well, but come on, a little bit of, I don't know, some horror movies here and there and some violent movies there and there, some, some you know, some, some drama that makes you cry a little bit here and there. These stuff are not going to, you know, affect me that much. Well, believe it or not, they do. You see, the people who tend to achieve things that are impossible are in a specific mental state most of the time. And that mental state, in most cases, is positive, optimistic, hopeful, energetic, and determined. You see, you cannot allow junk into your head every single day and expect good stuff to come out, which is why the first step to making the impossible possible in your life is to become a guardian for your mind and to not allow the things that are not in accordance with your goals and values into your life. So, for example, ask yourself, when was the last time you felt kind of down or depressed? And then ask yourself, what did I do before that feeling occurred? Maybe you were just, you know, listening to random music by a random artist talking about how shitty it all is. And then you feel like, you know what? He's right, man. I'm feeling the pain too, man. So if you're listening to that kind of, you know, crappy music or, you know, uh, negative uh, perhaps movies or TV shows or whatever it is, Obviously, that's going to rub on you, and you will somehow tend to take in that emotion. You see, you cannot achieve impossible goals if your emotional state is anything but positive, energetic, and focused, which is why I've always emphasized on the importance of positivity as a way of living. And understand this. This is a very hard thing to do in the modern world. In the modern world, it's not easy to remain positive all the time unless you're a monk somewhere doing meditation all day long. That is not our goal, by the way, either. I am not encouraging anybody to be a monk. I am certainly not a monk and neither have the intention to be one. Because instead of being a monk, I recommend instead to become a constant, uh, basically, source of filtering for yourself. So you need to filter a lot of things out every single day on social media, uh, on television, uh, TV series, Netflix, all of those things. For example, think of Netflix as a great example, which is now uh, heavily risen in popularity in, uh, you know, in recent uh, basically months. Uh, so think of this right now. Do you tend to just you know, pop up Netflix and see what's the latest and just start watching it randomly? Or do you do what I recommend everybody else is to simply first open the page Read the description carefully. See the, uh, you know, basically uh, extra, you know, explanations about that movie or TV series. Look at the genre. What does it say? Does it say drama? Does it say uh, comedy? Does it say, for example, I don't know, uh, thriller, horror? Take a look at the description. What is, uh, I don't know, who are the actors and actresses in this movie uh, or TV series? Uh, And then watch the trailer. Do you like the feeling you get when you watch that trailer? You see, this is a simple example of not allowing junk into your head. So for me personally, I don't want drama in my life because I don't have time for it. Since I don't want drama in my real life, I am never, ever going to watch any uh, Netflix movie or TV series 
that has the title drama in it because I don't want it in my life. So I will filter them out. So nowadays, if I want to, nowadays I want to improve my, for example, uh, certain foreign language skills using Netflix, I am only going to pick the type of movies and TV series that I consider to be useful and positive, which is why almost every title in my library has the, uh, has the word comedy in it. So it's like comedy, family, positive, uh, teenage, like the type of, you know, happy, happy type of, you know, TV series or movies that I watch. And I avoid almost all the bestsellers and all the top, you know, popular charts because almost all of them are riddled with negativity, right? This is a clear example of filtering out negativity in your life. Guys, this is very important because success begins inside of you. Your ability to conquer the impossible begins inside of you. And that only occurs when you realize that you need to take you know, control of whatever input you have in your head. That's the first step. So without that, nothing else works. Because if you are in the wrong emotional state, and if you don't take control of what you consume on a regular basis mentally, you will never find yourself in the optimal state for accomplishing the impossible. So ask yourself, what can I do from now on to guard my mind from the kind of things that will get me away from my goals? And then go do, uh, you know, do, do those things. Perhaps you have to uh, unfollow certain people on social media. Maybe you need to perhaps even change your habit of social media, perhaps uh, spend far less time doing that and then do more time, I don't know, doing aerobic exercise to you know, get the energy in your body, right? So whatever it is, ask yourself, how can I get in the ideal emotional state? Because that's the first step of the formula to do you know, the things that are impossible. Whatever works for you, do that. To reach that optimal state, that peak state that you felt last time you felt like you're on fire. Just think of the last time you were on fire. Like, man, everything worked well. You felt like you're at top of the world. You can handle all the you know, problems and challenges. The chances are certain things occurred before you hit that state, right? And go replicate those states. Maybe you perhaps were talking to your loved ones and you felt like, man, life is good. We can, we can do this. So for you, now you found a trigger to get yourself excited, talking to your loved ones. Or perhaps it was, you know, going for an intense jock. Or it was, I don't know, perhaps doing some very intense study. Or, I don't know, getting a good client in your business and signing that deal. Whatever it was, this means you found a way to trigger that emotional state. Because that's the first and the most important thing. After that, once you are basically in that emotional state, the next step to make the impossible possible is by setting a clear target as well as a clear plan to achieve it. They say you can't hit a target that you can't see, which is why I've always emphasized the importance of having clear written goals. Now, 10, 20 years ago, we had to carry all these, you know, notebooks and then start writing, you know, with our pens. Nowadays, you have your smartphone with you all the time. So why don't you just create a, you know, a note file right now on your phone, specifying all the major goals that you currently think are impossible, just you know, create like a list, like the list of goals that I think are impossible for me. One, getting a driver's license. <laughs> I know that's for a lot of people at first, uh, like an impossible goal, right? Two, making a million dollars. Three, so you start, you know, writing down all these so-called impossible goals. Three, getting, reaching a level C1 in my target foreign language. Four, whatever it is, you start listing all these impossible goals. And then, you create some sort of, yeah, well, let's find a solution and just come up with the first things that, you know, you can think of 
in terms of solutions to achieving those goals, whatever it might be. And also write them down right in front of them, okay? For example, to reach C1 in this language, do one hour of practice with this application every day for one year. Make a million dollars, let's say in one year. So you actually literally, if you want to make a million dollars in one year, take that a million divided by 365 and you got yourself a daily income target in your business and your sales and so on. Whatever your target is, I want to have a great shape. Okay, so go to the gym. First of all, uh, sign, up, uh, sign up in this gym near my house and then go to the gym at least three times a week, right? You write all these plans. After that, hmm, that's the problem. You start taking action and you realize, well, I'm not really getting there. You see, the next step of this formula for achieving impossible is to reach the state of flow. This means you want to create the kind of solutions that will ultimately make you enjoy the process of achieving those goals. Understand this. I'm a huge proponent of self-discipline. I'm a huge supporter of creating a lifestyle where you are dedicated to your goals and you do the things that you know you should be doing, whether you feel like them or not. But understand this. Your self-discipline, your willpower is not going to last forever. It is perishable, highly perishable. And for that reason, basically, what you got to do from now on is to try to focus on one little thing, and that is to get yourself to simply uh, create the solutions that you find enjoyable. You see, the process on the way to achieving your goal must be also very enjoyable. If the process is not enjoyable, then obviously you're not going to enjoy it either. And at some point, your willpower, like, well, Daniel said I should really be really disciplined. I should work very hard. But understand this. If the process is not fun for you, there is no way in the world that you will follow through. So how, how could you create more flow experiences? If you don't know what flow is, flow is that feeling of being absorbed in your task when you are doing it and time disappears. If you want to know what is the exact opposite of flow, think of your least favorite class in high school. Do you remember how time seemed to like somehow get just, it didn't move. Like you look at a while, like, oh, one minute just passed by. Oh, another minute. All right. Every minute seemed like an hour. And then think of the last experience where you got so much lost in that experience where hours passed by and you said like, dude, just three hours passed me by and I didn't even notice what happened, right? So for that reason, you need to create more flow experiences where you will not have any problem with respect to your persistence regarding the goal. So ask yourself, how can I make that goal very popular and very exciting and very enjoyable so that I will not have to use my willpower to achieve it? So then once you have you know, create that plan, so, okay, I'm going to learn a foreign language, not by just doing, you know, my textbook studies. Instead, I'm just going to watch TV series on Netflix to improve my foreign language. Now, that's going to be a lot easier to persist with your study goals, right? Or you can say, I will make a business doing what I really love to make a million dollars. Because making a million dollars in a job that you like is a hell of a lot easier than a job that you hate, right? So you create all of those things, and then that gives you a great chance to focus on making the most of your uh, approach. And of course, to make sure that you will always persist with the goal at hand, and you enjoy making the impossible 
possible. Of course, we're going to have more of these tips in the future programs, but for today, that's all the time we have for because we want to keep these programs short. So guys, remember, you could make the impossible possible if you stick with a formula. And hopefully this program taught you how to do this. If you forgot, just go for a quick review again because this program is going to be about like 15 minutes or something. So it's not going to be very long. Give it another listen to know exactly how to make the impossible possible. All right, guys, that's all the time we have for. Thanks for listening and tuning in. My name is Daniel Mulligan, and this was Beyond the Present Podcast.